So, what are we calling this thing? Um, the Brook Nebula Podcast. Sounds good. Episode 7, Space Zombies. And I'm Dave. I'm Mike. And this is the BrookNebula.org Podcast, episode number 7, Attack of the Space Zombies. So. Jeez. What has it been, what, three, four, five weeks now? Uh, has it only been that long? Let me take a look. It's been a while. At least since Marcon. It's been a while because the Brick Nebula is no longer in my history. What? On this browser. Oh, cash. See, I understand. It has been a month. Exactly. 6.14. Wow. We're slacking. Well, we've been busy. Yeah, we have. And, we, well, I know I've been sick and out of town. But that's no excuse. Yeah, we, we should have tried to do one when you were gone. We should have recorded one from the grave. <laughs> if you haven't told, tell. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> if you can't tell. <laughs> uh. Gotta love the. Went to the library, rented Shaun of the Dead. Um, friend of mine said it's a great movie. Gotta watch it. Watched it the other night. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Hilarious. <laughs> Every zombie cliche that you can imagine. And then some um, you can't. <laughs> yeah, there's a few I didn't catch until afterwards. Yeah, that movie was quite hilarious. Especially the the scene where Queen's playing in the background and they're hitting the zombies over the head with pole sticks, pole right. cubes. That was that was hilarious. <laughs> to beat, no less. Right. That must have took some choreography. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, go rent it. It's it's worth a rent. And it has Bernard uh, in it. And yeah. Fran. And the annoying guy from the megalomaniac bookstore next door. Who plays Sean. Oh, yeah. That's right. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Black Books. Uh, it's a BBC production. Um, very good. It's a, a, a comedy sitcom. Uh, absolutely hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And a lot of the characters from, from that that series was in, in Shaun of the Dead, which I didn't know that. <laughs> so, since last time, uh, Brick Journal has been released. If you, if you haven't seen it yet, go out and see it. It's on Le Lego Fan? Uh, yeah, LegoFan.com. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, um... That was the one thing that Joe, our interview with Joe, that we couldn't mention at the time because he didn't want to jinx himself. Um, he was planning either to, to release it at breakfast or sometime before, and he managed to do it before. So congratulations, everyone. Um, it's a great publication. It's a big PDF. It looked very, very professionally done. Very. I'm absolutely yes. amazed with it. Um, 
Joe actually did give us a preview beforehand, but we couldn't talk about it. Mm, gag orders. <laughs> um, let's see. Brick Nebula has been picked up by iTunes. We submitted ourselves and got picked up. So you can subscribe to us through there. Let's see. Uh, Legoland got sold. It was early, what, earlier this week? Yes. Some... Uh, who did they sell it to? I know they sold 70% of the stake off to uh, somebody else. Uh, Merlin Entertainment or something like that? I don't know. I'll have to look that one out. Yeah, I hadn't heard of them before. Let's see. What else do we have to talk about? Oh. Did we want to invite um, Bricks in My Pocket to do a half-and-half uh, -half podcast sometime? Yeah, uh, right now it's just been, we've both been busy, so yeah, if, uh, we've been hectic. Heck, Steven, heck. if you're out there, we, we'd love to have a, a podcast with you sometime and, and do like a mutual interview. Yeah, Merlin Entertainment is the, the people that did it. I'm over on Jake's site now. Yeah, we'll do a shared podcast sometime once we um, get a chance to catch our breath. Actually, I'm out there, and it looks like on Jake's site, if you don't see it, Factory, building your way. There's some of the early design winners out there. Wow. Cool. Micromox. Here, I'll send you the link here so you can look at it. Mmm, bricks on the brain. Sweet. There's like a little pirate ship. A little racetrack. A robot. A ski slope. And what looks to be a... Uh a little airport. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's, That's really cool. Sweet. And then the last one is, looks like it's sometime, something in downtown New York with uh, Statue of Liberty. Just miniature skyscrapers. And a little monorail chunk. That is going to be a sweet source of parts, I'll tell you that much. Oh, Yeah. Well, it's 2,776 pieces. It ain't going to be cheap. No, I don't think so either. Probably, what, 200 bucks? Probably. See, the factory is uh, 1344. That'll probably be 100 bucks or 80 bucks. Then the little uh, airport one is 607 parts. Well, that'll probably end up being. Probably $30, 35 They say it's 10.5 centimeters tall. That eh, might be 20 bucks. Granted, they do use fairly small parts in these, so we might be uh, might be 20 bucks, 50 bucks, and 100 bucks because they are really tiny parts. I don't know. We're speculating. So, hey, mm, good going. Speculation. And did you want to say something about NMRA? Yeah, it's um, went over with without a hitch. It was a great show. A lot of clubs there. Uh, a lot of people I know from Brickfest. Um, 
amazing. If you hadn't seen the pictures, go out the bookshelf and, and start looking. Um, there are, under the events, uh, a lot of people have put up pictures from this, and, and our personal display was really nice. I, th I thought we did a great job this, this time. Um, a lot of new stuff. A lot of stuff, you know, it, it, it's interesting that you look at Brickshelf and you, you see some of these things and you, you're amazed, but then to actually go to an event and, you know, you, of course you see the stuff that you build all the time, but to actually go and see other people's stuff is, is really amazing. Um, the level of detail and some of the, even, even a, a co-worker of mine came down and him and I were talking and uh, he was pointing out just, you know, little details that I, I missed over. You know, I hadn't had time to to walk through everything and just look at every little detail of all the other clouds. But it uh, go look at the pictures. Um, yeah, I'm always amazed by the level of detail you see when you get to one of those in person. You just don't pick up when looking at the pictures. Yeah, unless you know it's there. Wish I could have gone. It's been a hectic for me, shall we say, for the last couple of weeks, and it'll be hectic through the end of the month. I have family stuff and weddings the next two weekends. Oh, that's right. So, do we want to mention our uh, picks of the podcast now? Sure. Okay. Um, I'll link to mine. will be in the show notes, but this is the... I hope I'm saying this right. Miradiani... Planum Nuclear Facility. It's a moon-based module infested by zombies. By uh, Tremor, and he says to go get details at brickfrenzy.com. It is a moon-based module, kind of like a horseshoe-shaped building with a nuclear reactor and so forth, and containment vessel behind it. And uh, it has been infested by zombies. They've cracked one of the containment facilities, and there's just all zombies wandered around chasing after people. I just found it amusing. <laughs> and mine, which will be on the show notes, is a contractarian mothership. Um, it's almost a uh, pre-classic space design. Uh, the front of it's kind of neat, but I really like the back of it. It uses some of the dome... Yeah, the back end has a lot of nice contours and and uh, facades to it. Yeah, from the top, it looks like a ladybug. <laughs> yeah, kind of looks like a needle or a ladybug. A lot of nice detail inside. A lot of a lot of good work and effort put into it. Yeah, yeah. When I first looked at the title on it, I thought it said instead of contractarian, I thought it said uh, contradictor contradictian. Or something like that. I thought, so they're just going to say the opposite of whatever I ask them? Contrarian. Yeah, contrarian. That's what I thought it said. Contrarian. I don't think I can spell that. It's like when you go to uh, Radio Shack and like, can we please have your name? Sure. It is Roger. Let me spell this last name for you R P E Q V. T I H A four M N G E A H 
And then the guy looks up at you and says, Is there anything else? And you're like, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not sure that's enough. Or you just say, That's enough. I, I'm done talking. <laughs> I've done that to them many a time. At Radio Shack, and where's the other place that was asking your name? Um, Micro Center. always does. Pardon me? Toys R Us always wants your telephone number. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's Micro Center and Radio Shack always want your name and always make up something. And they start looking at me and I'm just like, okay, that's enough letters. <laughs> Speaking of zombies. <laughs> oh, there was another, there was another zombie post from a time ago. It was up on uh, mock, mock pages, but I think mock pages are down, unfortunately. Temporarily or permanently? Uh, looks like looks like they're having database problems. Yeah, MySQL database problems. I always like their uh, their PHP interface for doing all that. Zombie survival guide. Supermarkets. I'll have to. I'll post that one. Hopefully, the mock pages will be up by the time this thing is. Cast it. Zombies have to go to the supermarket. Uh, no, they're infesting a supermarket. Actually, it's it's a pretty fun one. Oh, I think then there's two zombie movies out right now. Speaking of zombies, there are. Uh, the master zombie teller. What is his name? I can't remember. I don't know. Here, let me let me find another. Rob Zombie's also got a movie coming out. Thought he was a musician. Yeah, but he's got a zombie movie coming out too. Rob Zombie oh. has a zombie. I'm confused. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see if I can find it. George Romero. That's right. Land of the Dead. Brains! June 24th. So Brains! 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 So, I heard Fantastic Four sucked. Really? I heard there's a really good fight scene, like, 20 minutes into it, but that should have been at the end, according to everybody. So what are we talking about next? I don't know, the B-52s with the whatever you were playing. <laughs> the B-52s and the propeller heads? Yeah. No, I think it, uh, I would love to see the B-52s versus the Dandy Warhols in the, in the Battle of the Bands, because that would just be fun. But yeah, I'm a big B-52s fan. Oh, I just wish I had more time. As do I. I think we all want that. I want more time to build. I want more time to do podcasting. I want more time to write. And I want more time to read. So I, that means I need a clone and then we need to both be unemployed. <laughs> no. Brains. Brains. That's right. We just need a zombie. Have a zombie do our work. Yeah. It's mindless anyway, right? 
Some of it. <laughs> I like definitely. The how they... Sorry, I, I like at the end how, of the movie how they employ zombies in the service industry. Yeah. <laughs> mm, shopping turret brains. <laughs> that movie was hilarious. I need to watch Black Books again because that was just funny. But I can't imagine working at a. Uh, Electronic appliance store. That would drive me nuts. You get red on you. Because I sold computers for a while, and that was stupid enough. I know. You kind of sucked, and I don't like... Actually, back to Fantastic Four. Okay. Let's get back to that. Okay. Sorry. Sorry we got to interrupt. No, I have heard... I heard it wasn't a change-your-life movie. It was a good action flick... And that was about it. Ah. Yeah, one of my guys at work saw it. Said he enjoyed it. He said he enjoyed it, except the the big fight scene, which was in the first third, should have been at the end. Really? And it wasn't so much a... What's the bad guy's name? Doctor Doom? Yeah, Doctor Doom. That uh, his plot wasn't to, like, take over the world or anything. It was just to, like, kill them. So it wasn't like a global, like a all-encompassing plot. So like, oh, the entire the city or the country or the planet is at stake, and like, nah, these four dorks are at stake. Well, it, it's got to be better than the the movie that they released in the eighties. Or there's a lot of things that are better than the movies. Any movie they released released in the eighties. No, I mean they they did a Fantastic Four movie in the eighties, and, and it was absolutely unwatchable. Actually, let me get IMDb. I thought it was a Roger Corman. I don't know. Hey, yeah, some released in 94. I'm sorry, it was 90. 94. Roger Corman, yes. It was... A friend of mine lent it to me, because you, you can pick it up, um, a bootleg up at any Comic-Con anywhere. He lent me the VHS uh, copy, and it. I think it aired like in a few cities, and it was so bad that people were walking out of it and booing at it. It was that bad. And that it it, it didn't even go to direct-to-video. I think the, the bootleg copies somehow filtered out of the industry. <laughs> it was that bad. They tried to bury it. Wow, that's terrible. And I, I think the only reason why they produced it was because they were under contractual obligations to. So, you know, it was like a, a company write-off or something. Yeah. But, you know, it was like, there was one scene, I think it was slow, and I decided to fast forward through it, and it's like, okay, I'm fast forwarding. Yeah, I'm fast forwarding. Yeah, this should be like a good five minutes. Fast forwarding. Hey, this is about ten minutes worth of stuff. Fast forwarding. Huh, I wonder if they ever got to the point, fast forwarding. <laughs> oh, this is like 15 minutes fast forwarding. Uh-huh. Not 20. Fast forwarding. <laughs> it's that's, like. That's bad. Like, it was. So, at least this one had, you know, characters and stuff. special effects. It had stuff and not just sitting around talking. Hey. Brains! 
And you haven't seen the Batman movie yet. No, I haven't seen it yet. I'll probably just wait until it hits DVD. I hear it's really good, though. Yeah, I heard it was really good as well. And then the Willy Wonka movie comes out here soon. I'll let you go solo on that one. Really? I'm not a Willy Wonka fan. Of the original? Or of this one? Either. It's a Tim Burton film. And I... It was painful to watch the first one. (laughs) What part? All of it. I just couldn't get into it. As a kid, I was mesmerized by it. Not me. And then as as an adult, it was like I was completely creeped out by it. Maybe it's because I had... uh, I think the first time I saw it, I had OD'd on candy like the night before. (laughs) So just watching it made my stomach churn. The Oompa Loompas didn't freak you out? No. Didn't have Oompa Loompas dancing in your head at that afterwards? No, all I thought about the Oompa Loompas is, man, that's some really bad face paint. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't realize how creepy it was until I got older. Yeah, it is a fairly creepy movie. And Charlie's just a wimp. Eh, yeah. Brains! I like Johnny Depp, though. So, I don't know. Uh. Excuse you. Yes, excuse me. It's unvile and disgusting. That's for the other podcast. Oh, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, we're Mike and Dave, and this was the BrickNebula.org podcast. If you'd uh, like to send us an email, send it to comments at BrickNebula.org. And we'd like to thank geekindustries.com and handhosting.com for all the server space and uh, technical uh, thingamadoohickeys. And please visit our friends at uh, the Slice of Sci-Fi, Technomagia.com, the Escape Pod, uh, the IRC Geeks, and the Geek Foo Action Grip Podcast. And Gigi does our hair. And you can find our intro and exit music at podsafeaudio.com, and it is done by the Brothers Femme. Is that it? I think that's it. Good night. Night. Good night, Gracie. Woof, woof. Recording now. So anytime. I was thinking Sean at the dead. You know that piece. Yeah, yawn every morning. Okay, I think we have our blooper for after the closing credits.